0: Welcome to Bike Talk with Dave. I got a special one today. My so co-host. Special. It is. I have a co-host, Dee Mabel. Dee, welcome to the show. <laughs> Thank
1: you, Dave.
0: Yeah. The special occasion is the International Mountain Bike Association's International Women's Mountain Bike Day. And we are here to talk about mountain biking and how awesome it is. Woo! So, yeah, I know, absolutely. Woo-woo. So D, if you invited somebody over to your house, and they came in through the garage, which I know is not allowed, but Only if they did... Only best,
1: best of friends can come through the garage. <laughs> correct.
0: But if somebody came in, based on the bikes hanging in the garage, and the art and photos hanging on the walls, one might get the idea that we're kind and of into cycling. Would you agree we do like with that. That
1: we like to ride our bikes. That's a true statement.
0: Yes, it is. We do it, like to ride our bikes. Embarrassingly
1: so. <laughs> <laughs> like, we, we need a three car garage and we only have a two.
0: We need a warehouse.
1: True.
0: Or, I I do need to get rid of some bikes. I know it's N plus one, but whoa, we have whoa, some. let's
1: stop right now. I can't even believe you just said <laughs> it, that. Is it on tape? You going to edit that? <laughs> no, that will be in there. Okay.
0: But we do love cycling and you love cycling. What does, cyc- like, what's cycling do for you? Why do you love it so much?
1: Ooh, that's like a loaded question. Um, I think community, honestly, I rarely bike by myself. So I love going out to ride my bike. You're like free, you're outside, it clears your mind. A lot of my biking is with friends and it's a social thing. And it's it's just fun. It just makes you feel good. It makes you feel like a kid. You breathe in fresh air. Doing it with people. It's just cool.
0: You even... Like, even in the winter, that's important to you. You can't just go in the basement and not connect with people and ride your bike. Like, it was important for you to join the Y this winter. Correct. So, and I do
1: think community people is a big part of cycling. It's not some people might argue this but to get on Zwift by yourself in the basement is not my idea of fun like I do it to stay in shape but um, you can find ways to connect with people while you're Zwifting for sure the why for sure you get to talk to human beings when you go in there and suffer with them in a room if you're having a good workout but um Summer brings everybody
0: out, so it's a beautiful thing. Yeah. So you uh, obviously isn't the right word because people may not know you, but you love your road bike. Like that's, I I would say out of, let's call it three-ish disciplines. It's my
2: favorite.
0: It's your favorite. Hands down. For sure. Gravel maybe second and then maybe finding dirt would be third. Would that be fair? Probably. Um,
1: Although, when we go mountain biking, I really enjoy it. And maybe I'm not seasoned in it as much.
0: True, but what do you like about it? And we've been some decent places.
1: What do I like about mountain biking? For me, it's challenging all the time. Like, like you grew up doing it, so it comes super easy. You can ride super flowy. For me, I'm always challenged, but I kind of like that. I like discovering new places.
0: What are some of the new places you've discovered?
1: Um I mean, I don't know, you help me remember, but I guess most recently well we just did our mountain bike tandem in Bentonville. That was super fun. <laughs> super fun. Are you talking about the Leadville days? You already did a podcast on that.
0: No, I'm not talking about the Leadville days. I'm just laughing because you used tandem. Oh in Moab. Bentonville. Oh well, I was going to Moab. Oh, yes, okay. I was going all the way back to Moab. There uh, were tears
1: involved with that. <laughs>
0: there were, but you did great. We did Slick Rock, and it was beautiful. We had a picnic under Shrimp Rock. Like okay,
1: that, that, that was a might major have been day. My first time mountain biking. It's fun. You get to explore. Mountain biking's fun. You get to explore.
0: Yeah. And do you remember Colorado? That might have been '87. No, it would have been after. Oh,
1: mountain bike camping trip. Or yep. we took our stuff. Yeah, Yeah, cool. before
0: the Colorado Trail was even done, yeah. we did three days of the Colorado Trail. Yeah. Kokomo Pass. It's
1: like when we were dating, I think. That was way back. Yeah?
0: I don't know. I feel like we had mountain bikes then, which would have been...
1: Oh, but we didn't have kids. So maybe we were married, but we didn't have kids. Yeah, anyway. I
0: don't remember. Anyway, that was pretty cool. But... I I was originally laughing because you used the word tandem and Bentonville in the same sentence and yes, we did a tandem ride in Bentonville and that was interesting.
1: Well, we had our tandem with us because we had just done the Rattlesnake gravel grinder and we had time on our hands, like we had days that whatever, so we took the long way home and did Bentonville and when you only have that bike, you make it work and it was Like, we would do it again, wouldn't
0: we? It was super fun. I mean, we
1: would definitely bring our singles, but we made it work, and it was actually kind of fun.
0: It was fun. It was fun fun to
1: see what we could do.
0: Yeah. Green is good. Blue was bad. Probably That was probably it. Might have done a little walking on the blue trails, but... Well, I love that EMBA, International Mountain Bike Association, hosted or encouraged local clubs to host uh, International Women's Mountain Bike Day, and... Two local, fairly new additions to the community, Uh, Jolie and Emily, got together. Super cool. Yep. And through Central Iowa Trail Association, the local IMBA chapter here, organized a day out on the trails with a bunch of women. It was Women's Mountain Bike Day. It was pretty cool, and I think it'd be fun to hear from Jolie and Emily about their day.
1: You absolutely should.
0: (laughs) All right, here they are.
3: My name is Jolie Erbacher, and I'm originally from California. I moved here from Iowa City uh, two years ago to Des Moines.
0: Awesome. It's nice to have you in Des Moines organizing things like this. Why was it important for you to put together a Women's Day like this?
3: Um, I think I've seen a lot of women in the area riding, but none of them ride together. Um, And there just doesn't seem to be a good resource or community for women to be riding with one another. Uh, Even like Monday Night No Drop you see very little women attending that ride going to a group with 30 men can be kind of intimidating so i just wanted to create like a safe space and a good resource for women to reach out to each other and find other women to ride with
0: what's your hope coming out of this
3: uh bi-weekly no drop women's ride oh mm-hmm. and then maybe like a monthly women's clinic
0: do you have a time in place for the weekly thing yet
3: it would be every other friday at 6 p.m and similar to the monday night no drop ride it would change every month on location
0: awesome um, why is it important to have access to trails in, uh, in and around Des Moines?
3: Um, I mean, if that's the style of riding that you're doing, I think it can be very therapeutic. Um, working on your handling skills, becoming a better rider. And then something about mountain biking versus like other sides of cycling, it's a lot more inclusive and it's really easy to get into and meet other people that do it.
0: Um, what's your favorite thing about mountain biking?
3: My favorite thing, I feel really good while I mountain bike. I feel like if I'm half paying attention to what I'm doing and half thinking about something else, I just feel very, like, flowy and physically good and mentally good. I always feel really good after a ride.
0: That's super cool. Uh, You were actually just recently elected to the Central Iowa Trail Association, which is the organization that kind of, I don't know, maintains-ish trails locally. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, uh, What's going on there?
3: Uh, so I joined the board of directors in February and uh, recently we had our committee selected so I joined the committee for trail maintenance because that's when I joined the board I wanted to get into volunteerism like events like this getting more people on bikes and more people comfortable joining group rides or just comfortable getting on their bikes out here Uh, again it's kind of an intimidating sport so I just wanted people to feel more included and then trail maintenance itself I think is really interesting I want to know like why the trails are maintained the way they are and why you do certain things when you're doing like reroutes or adding features or whatever. That's something that really interests me.
0: What What do you recommend to somebody who wants to get started mountain biking?
3: So, um, the I, so locally, the Iowa Bike Faction is a Facebook group um, where you can join and learn about rides and get connected to people who are beginners or who are experienced riders so that you can get into the sport. Otherwise, I mean, I think it's as simple as, like, going to your bike shop and shamelessly asking, like, what group rides are in the area and what do you recommend for beginners. We have a lot of people that come into Ericsson, askings like that. That's a really good way to learn about rides in the area.
0: Awesome. Um, any particular skills they should have before attempting to go off-road?
3: No. I Just being... Just attempting it. I mean, that's most of it. Is just like trusting yourself, and then the more you ride, the better you're gonna get. But like, there was, you know, people in here before. There were a few people that were like, I've never even looked at riding dirt before, and they went in full force. It was awesome.
0: That is awesome. Um, you're in the middle of a bike ride yourself. Yeah. How uh, how many miles you got in?
3: I am 40 miles in, and I have 60 more to go of doing the No Sick 100.
0: No sick North Sick 100 100 miles of Sycamore in one day, which is somewhat repetitive. Mm-hmm. Um, doing laps after laps, uh, that's ambitious. You're 40 miles in, you got 60 to go. How's everything going?
3: It's going good. I got up at 4 o'clock this morning. I got to Sycamore at 5:30. We started at 6. I got my 40 miles in. I left. I came here and hosted this event, and then now we're gonna go back. We're gonna go to Casey's and get a Red Bull and a pizza, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna go back and finish the last 60. But I feel good. I felt really good when I left, um, just pacing myself appropriately. And then uh, Kyle Seador has made a good point about practicing my nutrition because caffeine and hot dogs aren't going to get me anywhere. So I have a lot of good nutrition in my car and about five gallons of water, which maybe a little bit of an overkill, but I'd rather have more than not enough. So
0: I had water left over. That's okay.
3: How did you feel after you did yours? Tired. <laughs> yeah. Do you still feel tired today? I do i appreciate you coming out even though you did that that's a i mean i'm only 40 miles in but that's a hard thing to be doing
0: it was it was actually better than i thought it was going to be um but uh sycamore's flat it was like pavement it was okay
3: it's really easy to carry speed in there um but before riding today i've been in sycamore maybe about two miles worth of sycamore so just went into it very blind so that's what like my biggest challenge right now is just learning the trail because i keep finding myself going totally backward like i'll ride Highline. And do some kind of weird loop and I'm like riding back toward the parking lot. I'm like, I just rode this to get up here. So that's, my Strava is going to look really wonked up.
0: <laughs> it really doesn't matter because you could do a one mile section back and forth and it all counts.
3: A hundred is a hundred.
0: Yep, a hundred <laughs> is a hundred. So good luck with that.
3: Thank you. Hopefully
0: we'll, uh, we'll see you out there somewhere somehow.
3: Yeah, thank you for coming out and being so supportive. I appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you. Uh, Emily Orth, I'm from Knoxville, Iowa.
0: Knoxville, Iowa. Somebody else was here from Knoxville, Iowa. Did you, you hear that?
4: Yep, Jen. Uh, it's Spring Car Capital of the World, and we are a little proud about it.
0: Jen and her mom. Did you meet her mom?
4: Yes, I did. I've actually rode with them before. I had the pleasure of riding with them a couple times. And i got to be honest, I wish my mom rode with me in any capacity, even if it was on the road. <laughs> so, Emily, you
0: were a ride leader today. You helped um, Jolie out, put this thing on. Why is it important to get together like this?
4: Um, I believe in bike community. uh, I think it's so important. And um, being someone who came from Denver, uh, they have a nice bicycle scene there. Uh, A lot of people are on bikes, you know, very friendly. So coming to uh, Des Moines, that was kind of the first priority on my list Um, about 2018. And uh, that was my goal, hit the ground running, you know, start, start a a group, if you will, a friend, uh, a friend circle where we're riding together. I believe that that's the single most important thing about cycling. Um, not to get too deep into this, but, um, you know, cyclists aren't people's best friend in general you know I mean drivers so I think that at least if the cyclists, we can all at least be friends on the inside and try and you know kind of just do what we're supposed to and happily cycle uh, I think that that's important and when you break out into these specified um, riding types such as single track gravel um, there might be some intimidation there Um, And so I think it makes it a little bit easier if you got a buddy, you know, or someone who may be a little more experienced with that. Um, And, you know, just to go a step further, uh, being a female, you know, uh, there's less of us on bikes. And um, I want to kind of change that. And I think that slowly but surely we're getting more women on bikes. Uh, Today I saw a gal. uh, She literally got, what was it, like an 80 mountain bike. Do you see that trek? Did did you see it? Unbelievable. She got it days ago. Uh, She she's logging crazy miles on it. And I'll be honest with you, I I mean, I have so much respect for I wouldn't do that. So um, I just want to give a shout out because that's how we get these communities built. And that's kind of what I'm after is, you know, creating a group that we can feel safe together. Um, You know, maybe there's not always the availability, but when there is that we can get that seize that opportunity and get out on the trails.
0: That's awesome. Let me ask you this. Um, Not everyone was able to make it today. And in Des Moines, like many other communities, there's great bike trails. I just talked to a dude who lives in, um, Corey Godfrey lives in Lincoln, Nebraska. He said they've got a great trail network. Um, To go from the paved trails that are easy to find, easy to access, not intimidating, and to dive into dirt, what do you think somebody's like first step should be?
4: Um, J11, (laughs) you know, (laughs) let's just start there. Uh, It's a nice little cutoff. and if you're not if you're not sure, um, just walk it. You know what I mean. Uh, get off your bike and, and walk it. Um, I think that's the best way to just essentially put yourself in that circumstance, in that environment. And um, I I was someone who was a little intimidated to get on dirt. Um, I rode rode for probably eight to ten years before I even considered any other surfaces and I'll tell you I was missing out so now I feel like I just want to encourage everyone else to you know if you are thinking about another surface you know aside from road uh, give it a try walk it like I said uh, earlier really I'm gonna stick with that you know get, get your confidence there and then you know just kind of take it easy um, ask a buddy though to go with you um, just in case anything happens you know I think that's a, another thing that we need to advocate here is, is safety um, it's just really important out there look out for you know your fellow cyclists and uh, keep it safe.
0: Hmm. That's awesome advice. I love that. Yeah. Where are you headed now?
4: I'm actually going to go home, sadly. I wanted to go keep riding with everybody, but uh I got some chores. Got a little adulting I need to do. I'm embarrassed.
0: <laughs> You're not doing the 100 miles of sick uh, I'm, with everyone today? I am
4: not. And they really laid it on me, too. They really put the peer pressure on me. But um yeah, uh, again, if it was gravel, uh, I'd be way more apt to hop back on the bike and get out there.
0: <laughs> That's a big day. I'm like super impressed that they're headed back out.
4: That's just it. You know, you get the flat bars and the, you know, not clipped. I do not clip in on my mountain bike. I'm one. of those i nope you won't see that happen so uh yeah just even to have the flat pedal motion going i think that'd be tough for a a hundred miles (laughs) yeah no doubt no doubt
0: well super great day congratulations on getting everyone together and getting them out on uh, denmans for a beautiful ride
4: absolutely i just want to say one more thing if you don't mind here uh i do got a little group going on facebook Uh, it's not a whole lot but it's called the des moines bike faction um and basically it's just a just a tiny little group of people and we're kind of trying to network in a in a space where you know it's not overwhelming but it's also not underwhelming so you know you put a something out there and you might get a couple people they'll show up i did one last tuesday and the, the show up was great so if you are looking for a space and some of those other bike groups are a little intimidating or such uh go ahead and join the des moines bike faction and uh, maybe we'll see you out here on on some rides
0: awesome i love it
4: yeah you bet thanks dave
0: that was great to hear from those two, certainly, um, I don't know, again, I just love that they're in the community, they're diving in, they're grabbing on to, to doing stuff, and encouraging other people to get out on the trails and discover mountain biking, I think that's super cool. It is,
1: the beauty of Des Moines is that we have all kinds of cool people doing all kinds of cool things, and so, I mean, we have huge opportunities in Des Moines, we
5: have,
1: Yeah lots of great people lots of great places to ride
0: are you a member of the des moines chamber of commerce
1: (laughs) (laughs) no but i love des moines and you know that because every time we come back from a vacation happy to be home and i always say i love des moines yeah you do yes you do 100 (laughs) percent. because you can ride your bike in any direction anywhere and like we're super lucky and sometimes when you go other places you realize how lucky you are when you get back no doubt i do love des moines
0: no doubt So we talked to some of the women who did the Women's Mountain Bike Day, and I think it'd be kind of fun to hear from them, don't you? Absolutely. All right, let's dive into that.
5: Emily Scott, I'm originally from Waverly, Iowa, Um, just moved down to here to Des Moines about three years ago
0: awesome welcome to Des Moines
5: thank
0: you um what's your experience mountain biking
5: I've been mountain biking for about four weeks Julie got on me got me out on Denman's um a few weeks ago when she saw I came in with a little cross bike to Eric's and she was like you know what you should do you should do dirt with me and then she sold me her bike and now I've just been ripping
0: wow that's awesome you like it
5: I love it it's great it's the best way to get in uh miles <laughs> w-
0: why do you love it
5: Um, It just doesn't feel... I mean, you're connected to nature and you're hitting the ground and it just doesn't feel like pavement. I mean, 100 miles of pavement used to kick my butt. 40 miles of pavement kicked my butt. 20 miles of pavement kicked my butt. 20 miles of Denman's feels like nothing just because you're cruising and you're feeling the nature and you see birds and raccoons and grass and it's great. It's amazing. That's
6: awesome.
0: Why is it important to get women together in a uh, group like this to go ride?
5: I feel like women in... Des Moines specifically for me has been so hard to like put yourself out there and like find community. Whereas like events like this get you connected to people that you would never talk to just on the street. Because I mean, I'm a woman, but women are intimidating. I mean, we're cool. like, uh, And so just being able to like find common ground and see that like women are friendly and kind and like there are people who you can connect with and ride with and become like intimately friends with is just like next level.
0: Did you connect with anyone today that you might stay in touch with?
5: Oh, definitely. I made some, I think, long-time friendships, especially with, like, Emily Orth. I've I've maybe met her once, but seeing her and, like, riding with her is just a whole other experience. And, like, making friends is just my favorite part of the sport.
0: Awesome.
2: I'm Clara Bergen. I live in Des Moines, Iowa.
0: I feel like this is a chain-and-spoke something or other because uh, who who do you hang with? on a Uh, regular
2: basis (laughs) Uh, my fiance jeff hubin just opened a coffee shop bike shop chain and spoke so kudos to dave um and bike talk with dave for being a strong supporter of chain and spoke
0: kudos to jeff for letting me use chain and spoke as the official bike talk with dave studio (laughs) (laughs) i love it how's chain and spoke going you guys digging that
2: yeah, totally love it. I, I'm i mostly just a customer at this point. I love to hang out there. Um, I actually just bought a brand new bike, so you might see me road racing this summer. Um, I purchased an Orbea Orca through Chain and Spoke, and it is bright yellow, so you will not miss me. It definitely is seeking a little attention.
0: That bike is going to have to withstand all the watts, isn't it?
2: Yeah, totally. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's awesome. That's our team.
0: So let me ask you about today, Uh, a big day mountain biking with a whole bunch of other women. How important is it to ride with other women?
2: I think it's so important. Uh, I started mountain biking in 2020, and it was really a solo endeavor at that point. And the women I've met mountain biking in Des Moines has been um, really meaningful. They are so empowering um, and really motivate one another to do better, to be better. Um, Sometimes you see someone else doing something, and you thought you could never never do it yourself you see them nail it and you're like okay i'll give it a try so i think that's my favorite part about uh, meeting so many women today and hopefully getting back out on central iowa trails with them
0: that's awesome um do you have a favorite place to ride here in des moines
2: Yeah, I have to say my favorite place to ride, single track is Denman's. I just feel really comfortable back there. It's so flowy, you always run into somebody that you know. Um, If you're out there and you don't see someone you know, you probably will next time or you'll meet them um, because folks are really friendly and um, it's close to my house.
0: How important is it to have trails this close locally?
2: I think local trails are really where it's at. Um, I think we take it for granted, certainly. um, I'm hugely grateful for all the folks who spend their weekends volunteering to make sure that the trails are maintained. I think a trail that's welcoming is the difference between a good experience and a poor experience. So I just think we're really lucky here and we don't even realize it.
0: Awesome, Uh, I will look forward to seeing you at Chain and Spoke.
2: Yeah, let's get coffee, Dave.
0: Thanks. I'm in,
7: 100%. <laughs> My name's Cora. I'm from right here in Des Moines. Where do you work? I work at Chain and Spoke.
0: Nice. What do you do there?
7: I make coffee and uh, tea and, you know. I'll,
0: I'll I love your coffee. Me too. <laughs> yeah. So uh, how was today? How was, uh, how was shredding with the uh, the other women today?
7: It was a good time. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's pretty chill. Do you get to know some new people.
0: Do you do you ride often No.
7: <laughs> as of the past like two weeks yeah
0: yeah that's my question how long have you been mountain biking
7: uh, almost two weeks
0: that's awesome did I see you <laughs> ride the beam you did what convinced you to ride the beam today
7: it looked like fun and I've done it. it wasn't the first time I've done it it wasn't no
0: nice how do you like the support of all the women here today
7: it's fun it's great to have a good community you know build a community
0: Awesome. How important are local trails to this community?
7: So important. <laughs>
0: because...
7: Where else are you going to ride? I don't know. Bentonville? That's... Um, I don't have a car, so i got to be able to bike to the trail.
0: Awesome. So you've so been riding...
7: <laughs> Perfect. <laughs>
0: you, uh, you've been riding, what, three weeks, you said? What else are you doing today?
7: uh the sick one hundred
0: that's awesome. you started when
7: six o'clock this morning,
0: and how many miles do you have in thirty
7: three and like a half
0: That's awesome, and you're heading from here back to sick. You betcha that's crazy like what's your expectation there
7: uh what for what
0: I don't know like I was worried about like bonking, getting tired, getting sick of it uh like well, what I, are you hoping?
7: I haven't really been over there before. I mean, I went there yesterday for the first time. Um, and so it's just fun to like explore, take it easy. I got all day, you know. I'm just chilling, cruising around.
0: That's awesome. Hit 100. That's awesome. <laughs> we'll hope to chat with you when you're done with your 100. That's what a great day. Hope so.
7: Yep. Cool. Thanks, Dave.
0: All right, the next couple that we hear from is a mother-daughter team. And Dee, I have to ask you, do you remember the summer of 1987
1: in Boulder, Colorado?
0: Yes. And do you remember who I lived with?
1: Oh, yeah. Um, Randy and Anne Gaffney.
0: Yep, absolutely. And are you quizzing
1: me right now? <laughs> I am, I am.
0: Well, I'm, I'm setting this up because um, Anne was married to Randy, and that's important when you hear our conversation in a little bit. But I also want to say, Randy Gaffney, and for those who are in central iowa pay particular attention to this because this may show up in a bike iowa trivia night as a question so ann and randy uh, gaffney then ann is not gaffney anymore that's a whole different thing but um randy gaffney was a member of the 1980 he when he lived in iowa was a member of the 1980 olympic team and didn't get to go because we boycotted the Olympics that year because they were in Russia. I think they were in Moscow. Um, but remember that for if you go to a trivia. Got it. Trivia night with <laughs> if Bike you want to win, you got to remember that. <laughs> yep, for sure. But uh, I, I lived with Ann and Randy in Boulder, Colorado. We, the, you and I worked at a day camp. And I think Randy worked at a bike shop. And I don't remember where Ann worked at the time. But um, nonetheless, uh, super small world because... And came to this workshop, and she looked at me and, are you Dave Mabel? Literally haven't seen her since 1987. Yeah, that's super
1: cool. Yep. We have fun memories of that summer. Like yeah. Boulder, Colorado, that
0: was, that was really fun. That was really fun. Um, but she has a daughter, and her daughter is now mountain biking, which is super cool. So Very they were cool. there together.
1: That's awesome.
8: So I am Jen Herrera, grew up primarily in Knoxville, Iowa, I live in Johnston now. Dig it.
0: Where were you born?
8: Boulder, Colorado.
0: Nice. Native. Yep. Uh, That's awesome. So I want, for the record, to know, can I say this on tape? Mm -hmm. I lived with your mom. Yep. 1987. The summer of 87, right? Is that when that was? I think it was. So It was a long time ago. Long time ago, for sure. Uh, Anne, good to see you as well. Good to see you, too. We didn't do much mountain biking. We lived in Boulder, and... uh, Gosh, it wasn't legal to ride anywhere in Boulder back no. then. Nope. No, it was not. You could not mountain bike in Boulder.
8: You know, yep. I could actually see that, thinking yeah. back about it.
0: I mean, all the open spaces were, like, walking only.
8: Yep, um, they
9: didn't want bikes to tearing up the trails, is, is what they said yeah. at the time. That's fair. Right. So, yeah. So uh, I did live in Vail a fair amount, and there were a lot of a lot of backcountry trails up there.
0: Yeah, and well, Vail was kind of the, where, like, that was the first world championships in Vail, wasn't it? I Maybe. think it was. Yeah. Uh, so they were a little more open to mountain biking, I think. Absolutely. But anyway, and yes. great to see you. And your daughter is here. Yes. Living in Johnston. That's yep. awesome. Um, so I understand you were a little resistant to mountain biking.
8: Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, things that your parents do, you don't want to do. And 100%. we also we lived on gravel, and at the time, gravel was not cool. Yep. And I wanted nothing to do with it Mom would be like oh I'm gonna ride over to Grandma and Grandpa's you want to come I'm like no I want to drive over like who does well, that
9: <laughs> you, you have to understand though we live on top of a hill and you oh. you go out the gravel and you go down across way down across the bridge and then you go way back up the steep hill so either way you went you were hitting a big hill so I would ride next to her and try and help push her up the hill but it still was not fun
8: and then I got old enough she's like no you can pedal yourself I'm like okay I'm done with that. <laughs> but no. That's awesome. My, uh, my husband got into it and he actually started riding on my dad's old track. I think it was a Mount Shasta, something like that. So yeah, um, technically my dad got me into mountain biking because he supplied Anthony with his first mountain bike and I started following him through places like Banner and would have a mental breakdown in the middle of the trail because I didn't <laughs> know what I was doing and somehow kept coming back to it. And at a certain point I realized that if I actually hated it as much as I thought I did, I probably wouldn't keep coming back and change my attitude a bit. Got a bike that fit me better.
0: That's important. Got a
8: little bit better at handling skills and I think it's been about 11 years now.
0: That's awesome. How important are events like this with all these women to uh, encourage mountain biking?
8: This is extremely important because what I have seen having put on events like this is a lot of the guys and there are exceptions to the rule, but in general, the guys will just go out and ride it. And the women will think that, oh, they don't know where they're going, or maybe there aren't going to be other people out there, or maybe there's just going to be, you know, rude guys in the woods that run them off the trail and say they don't belong. And so having things like this to bring them in and say, no, actually, you do belong, and this is how you deal with finding the trail and navigating and putting up with the people who maybe don't want to share the trail, you know, that education is extremely important to get other women into the sport and then keep them in the sport
0: that's awesome do you have a favorite trail around here
8: i love banner coal miners daughter yeah uh it's actually funny because at one point i swore up and down that i would never voluntarily ride there and now it's the one where i go when i want to challenge and it's really fun
0: so was your dad a coal miner
8: no, <laughs> no. Uh, my That's great, question, my great grandpa yeah. was actually Not her really. grandpa. So oh, no way! That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Yes, absolutely. So yeah, in Iowa, Southern Iowa coal miner. You gotcha. Yep. That's we, awesome. We might have to add a little section: coal miner's uh, granddaughter. <laughs> great granddaughter, maybe? Yeah, yeah. your grand.
9: Right. Yeah, oh, yeah, my grade. my grand. So, uh, great. Yes. Yeah. My all right, cool. My we got to
0: get that straight for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> all right, awesome. Well, uh, good to see you. Great to reconnect, and. Um, Thanks for riding today.
8: Yeah, thanks for being out here. Totally enjoyed it.
0: There are also some young girls out on the trail, and their dads came, which is pretty cool. And you know Andy McCoy?
1: Of course.
0: He brought his daughter.
1: Yes, of course he does. He's a cool dad. (laughs) He's a cool
0: dad. And uh, he and his daughter were kind enough to chat with us.
10: I'm Gemma, and I'm from Des Moines.
0: You're from Des Moines. You were out shredding today in Denman's. Uh, How was it?
10: It was good. Um, I was close to getting over some of the logs, but um, I'm really close, but I still need a little more practice.
0: Momentum is your friend. Don't ever forget that. Uh, Do you ride mountain bikes much?
10: Yeah. um, I got a new one recently, um, like a couple months ago. Um, So it's been good.
0: What got you started mountain biking? My dad. (laughs) Awesome. Uh, good job, Dad. <laughs>
10: uh, so
0: how important was it to come out today and ride with a bunch of other women?
10: Um, I've never really rode with a bunch of women before besides, like, my mom and my sister. But So I liked it, and it was really fun to see, like, other women biking because I've never seen this much before.
0: Cool. Does it kind of encourage you to yeah. come back out? Yeah. Do you have a favorite trail here in Des Moines?
10: Um. I don't know i like a lot
0: mm, i like that where do you usually ride
10: um i ride here in Demons a lot and um the trail. which one is it like
6: it's a 515 yeah. that would be the uh walnut creek trail and yeah. the clive greenbelt trail yeah oh clive greenbelt yeah you know, cool the- yep 515 brewery oh yeah Yep. Yeah. Yep. have got the thomas ice cream cookies
0: I was just going to say, like, why are you taking her to the 515 Brewery? Uh, For the ice cream, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, my family took me to Dairy Queen for ice cream, but if your dad wants to take you to a brewery, that's fine. What's your favorite thing about mountain biking?
10: Um, I don't know. I like going up and down, like, little hills, like bunny hops, right? Or...
0: Like flowy stuff where yeah. you go whoosh, like, whoosh, whoosh. Yeah. yeah.
10: It's really fun. I like going, getting the momentum to go up really fast and then going down really fast.
0: You said the right word there, momentum. Momentum is always your friend. Uh, all right. Well, congratulations on uh, riding today. What did you win?
10: I got a water bottle, an REI water bottle. Nice. And an Eric's Bike Shop gift card for 25 bucks. Oh,
0: that's awesome. That was worth the uh, price of attendance, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> awesome. Well, uh, good to meet you. Keep shredding. Okay. So uh, mountain biking, you brought your daughter out, got her a new bike, taught her how to ride. Why was that important to you to get her riding mountain bikes?
6: Well, the, we live so close to Denman's Woods that we have spent a lot of time here. We've, walked, we've hiked down here. We've ridden bikes. She's ridden every single bike that she's had through, through Denman's at some point in Squirrel's Nest. But this is kind of like our home court. You know, and, and most of the time when we're riding, it's her and I or her sister or my wife, Sarah. But we've we very rarely have, we haven't done something, you know, with, with a women's ride. And so I thought it would be really great for her to be with a group of women riding through here and not just kind of family all the time. It's to kind of get her ready for, yeah, this is something I could do whenever I want to. It's just down the hill. Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Let
0: me ask you a little different twist. You're a civil engineer, so you kind of understand, like, I don't know, maybe the mechanics of how a city and a municipality flow. Describe the importance of having access to trails like this, like, in the city center itself.
6: This is unbelievable because you can completely be lost and so, so it's great recreationally. It's great to be here and, and see you're, you're in Des Moines, but you really have no idea where you are. You're completely lost. It's great for your mental space. But then the practical application of that as well, we're actually in Waterworks Park. It serves as kind of floodplain. It serves as a place where it's okay for flooding to happen. Uh, our city needs this area so that um, it essentially provides some place for water to go. That's Denman's is in a floodplain. Sometimes, some years it's not available for riding. But then we also, even where we're sitting right here, we're, we've got a levee system here to keep the folks in Valley Junction dry if there's severe flooding. But the area around Denman's Woods it actually serves to um, absorb some flooding, uh, clean some of the, actually filter some of the water, lots of different yeah. aspects. And that so happens that a lot of the places where we mountain bike in central Iowa kind of have there's always a water component to it
0: there is they're all river bottom floodplain or trail on top of a levee or trail on top of a levee for yeah. sure yep yeah. um is that a big deal like uh you don't want levees to erode i know some trails oh, have yeah. been rerouted because they're yeah. on levees well
6: one of the one of the funny things here you know the, the entrance to denmans changed well you can get to denmans a lot of ways right? you can but the traditional yep. entrance legal let's yeah. say the legal way that, that was moved specifically because over time, bike, bikes cause a little bit of um, vegetation to erode away, and then the, the rain comes and causes a little bit more erosion, and that over time impacts the integrity of the levee. And so the Army Corps of Engineers has what's called a Section 408, and you have to have approval to modify the levee in some way. And so over time the erosion was not approved by the Army Corps of Engineers or the city of Des Moines. And so now you get to Denman's a different way with a much more controlled entrance that can be considered to be there long term. So that's your nerdy answer to (laughs) the question. You probably had no idea what I was going to (laughs) say.
0: I I didn't, but I knew it was important because (laughs) trails have been moved because of erosion. So uh, it's good to know. And you definitely gave me the engineer's answer.
6: I, of course I did.
0: I couldn't do anything less. <laughs> That's awesome. Well, good luck at OK200. OK have fun mountain biking. Keep shredding, all right? Okay, OKD, this is another throwback. Leadville, maybe 2006. I honestly don't remember what years we did it. Somewhere in the oh-somethings. So I'm going to call it 2006. We sit down in the gym. They used to have the buckle presentation in the gymnasium yeah. after the Ken and Lee yeah. would hand up. It was so special. Like, I have goosebumps right now thinking right? about that. Yeah. Who sat in front of us? Do you remember who sat in front of us?
2: Jason Allred with... was
0: freaking out that they were sitting in front of us.
1: Like, Dave Weens is the first one that comes to mind. Correct. Okay.
0: And do you remember his spouse? Susan Dimattei. I can't say your last name. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Susan.
0: So Dave Ween's and Susan Dimattei. Dave Wayne's mountain bike hall of famer, multi-time national champion, Susan DiMattei, 1996 Olympic, the very first time that mountain biking was in the Olympics. She came home with the bronze medal representing the Stars and Stripes. It was awesome. And uh, Super
1: down to earth people, super nice. I remember them giving us the time of day when we were there and we're just like people from Iowa not knowing what we're doing. They yeah. so
0: were... Very gracious. Gave us the time of day, so gracious. So, I thought it would be interesting to reach back to a mountain bike hall of famer whose husband is now the executive director of IMBA, the International Mountain Biking Association, and find out her thoughts on women and mountain biking.
9: For sure.
0: So, let's hear from Susan.
9: I'd never tire of this because I I feel like for me, uh, um, being self-conscious and not a lot of self-confidence... Uh, when I started getting into that sport and, um, the growth I had, uh, in becoming confident and not so self-conscious doing that and in tandem with, you know, these people that I was meeting, these women who were obviously, um, you know, pretty independent and they were go-getters and they were adventurous and, um, they were welcoming and, um, they'd love to laugh and have fun and be self-deprecating and um mountain biking was a thing but it wasn't the only thing and so for me it i mean it not to be like hyperbolic um but it kind of saved my life you know it 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 made my life um it, it brought me a ton of new people a ton of new sights um a strength of, you know, knowing the strength of my body and my, my mind, um, and a focus and, um, a great camaraderie with women. And I hadn't done, I think I mentioned, I hadn't done sports in high school or anything, even though my brothers and sisters did. And I saw the cool things they were doing, but I was too self-conscious to, um, you know, go out for any teams or anything. So I, I can't, I was a late bloomer, I guess. And, um, having done that. And then when I stopped mountain biking and and was here in Gunnison full time, um, we would have Wednesday night rides with myself and another gal in town here started them. And we did the same thing. We would have a bunch of gals of all different levels come. And some of them would call beforehand and say, I don't know if I should go. I'm, you know, I've, I've never really ridden before. I only have tennis shoes and I have this does not matter. No one cares. And I, I actually liked being in the back and, and just, helping these people because there's nothing um, as, as good as seeing. It's like when you're with your kids and you're kind of helping them through a situation and, and the smile that breaks out when you see what they do. And then when they see what they do, um, that, that's the best feeling in the world. Uh, and I still, um, you know, get a little bit over the top when I when I'm seeing people and, and especially women, Who you know, or might be a little more timid, or you know, it's not really their thing. They're not familiar with it. It's it's too you know machine like. And um, I'm saying no. If I could do it, (laughs) I promise you, you can do it. Um, So I'm big on what it does uh, for women and what it has done and and what it continues to do. Um, Yeah, I, I just love that part of it, and I've seen over 30 years of. Uh, you know, women really, um, finding the fun in themselves, um, and, and enjoying something new that you can do by yourself. You could, it's, you know, um, it's the best social thing in the world. Um, it's a great way to see places. And especially in this day and age, um, I don't know, it's a great unwind. And, um, I, I, I think it's a wonderful coping mechanism Uh, in addition to everything else it does for you um, as far as your self-confidence and and relieving stress and um, just being in nature, um, that those are all super important things. And and I feel like that sport does all of that just to the nth degree. Uh,
0: What can we do as guys to help facilitate people entering the sport and encouraging them along?
9: Uh, What a nice question, first of all. Um, uh, y- just what I was talking about, I think is guys sometimes don't realize that what they think might be an easy little ride is, is intimidating and isn't an easy little ride for somebody who hasn't done it before. So, you know, finding a truly, truly uh, f- kind of flat, um, safe, not super sandy area, for somebody to do some riding on that has a few turns and this and that. So really, truly starting beginner. Let them get used to, you know, help somebody get, understand shifting. Why do you want to be in this gear before you get to this hill? Why do you want to be in this gear um, when you see there's an obstacle coming? Um, you know, just, just the basics. Um, they didn't even have um, uh, dropper posts and stuff you know, way back when, but now you're, you're shifting, you're braking. It's a dropper post. It's, do I want to lock my bike out? I mean, there's a few things going on that could be going on, but, but get used to the very, very basics first, even if that means flat pedals um, so that you can get your foot off quickly. And, you know, if you're trying something and you fall over. Um, So I think for, for males, and I think this is the number one reason a lot of people kind of shy away from mountain biking is because the prototypical, got taken on a ride by my husband or my boyfriend and it totally turned me off. It wasn't fun at all. It was total death march. And, um, I get it. I mean, Dave's dragged me on some things where I'm like, Oh, I'm going to kill him. Um, because you know, to him, it's like, it's not that big of a deal. And I'm like, are you kidding? I'm dying. Um, so it's just understanding that truly giving a person the chance to get the basics down and then slowly introducing the slightly, more difficult things so that they can feel a progression, um, without being scared. Yeah. If, if people are paying attention to that, um, I think that's, that's a great way to start. It's, it's such a beautiful thing. I, just from my own experience and, and what I've seen with other women and, and I mean, they literally, um, s- say that getting into mountain biking really helped them really, um, help them overcome, different things. And, um, you know, that's, it's, it's a coping mechanism, I guess, is what it ends up being, but it's a really healthy one. And, um, so I I just, I think it's really important that women, whatever their thing is, it might not be mountain biking, but, but once you do find that and you find the camaraderie that I think does exist, um, and, and, and just like you, you're, you're obviously a very, um, accepting and inclusive, um, cyclist with regard to men, women, whoever. Uh, and I think that it, that's a really beautiful uh, thing about our sport. And I've always felt that, that um, all the, the men I've ever raced with or been around at races and stuff, um, they're very congratulatory and, and supportive and helpful and, um, you know, like proud. And that's really cool to see. And uh, I don't think that happens in every single sport equally.
0: A little earlier, we heard from Cora, and she had some final thoughts that she wanted to send on to you all, so I went and met up with her, and here's Cora and her final thoughts.
7: On Sunday you asked me what the trails meant to me, and I answered something silly. I think I said something like, where else am I going to ride? Um, but I had a long time to mull it over through the rest of the day, and I just wanted to share my thoughts, so here goes. I wasn't aware these trails existed until a couple weeks ago, but as I've begun, begun to explore them, I found a connection to this earth that I didn't know was possible so close to home. Being out there on the dirt is so grounding, and it's a fantastic reminder of my place in this ecosystem. I've seen so much more wildlife in the past two weeks than I ever have in this state. Uh, all kinds of birds, deer, toads, raccoons, a possum, for a opossum, first snake I've seen in Iowa that wasn't a garter snake, um, even the gnat I blew. <laughs> Even the gnat I blew out of my nose when I got home from the sick 100. That connection is powerful and even though I'm just getting to know these trails, they mean a lot to me already and I'm so grateful that they exist and to the people who have cared for them over the years.
0: Well, what do you think Dee? That's a wrap. That's you a think? good wrap.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that is a good wrap.
0: Uh, how fired up are you to go mountain biking? Uh, I, right this minute, I'm
1: getting ready to go to a movie with uh, our daughter, <laughs> but um,
0: Thanks tons for listening. I got to thank Chain and Spoke Coffee for supporting the show. And you heard both Cora and Clara, who are affiliated with Chain and Spoke. You can come on down to 28th and Ingersoll and have... You should come on down. (laughs) You should and have Cora make you a flat white or whatever those fancy things are. I just take my coffee black and I love that. Um, But come on down to Chain and Spoke. If you can't come down, you can always order it at chainandspoke.com. I also got to thank uh, Mr. Sumter and the Bike Iowa crew. Bike Iowa is the online host of Bike Talk with Dave. And right now, Scott Sumter, the founder, the, I don't know, manager, whatever. I don't know what his role is called. He owns it. Guru. Guru. Yeah. yeah he's out on the rag ride route. I know. I'm totally jealous. I know. <laughs> he's doing a, a week-long pre-ride. They ride the whole route, a group of about 20 people. So he's out there now. I saw that... Uh, they hit some gravel today. So there's a gravel day on Ragbri, which would be you know, Tuesday, Monday or Tuesday, which is kind of fun. So thanks tons to BikeIowa.com. Head there for all of your local events. One of the events that's on BikeIowa.com is the Core 4, where truly no surface is left untouched. That's uh, what I hear. Yeah. You <laughs> to check. I hear it's a challenge. You excited about that? <laughs> uh, check that out. When the folks at Core 4 say no surface untouched, they mean it. Champagne gravel, pavement, speedy single track, and all the level B roads. Core 4 doesn't stop at four surface types. They've got an ethos to get all bodies on bikes, and it comes through initiatives which support socioeconomic justice, gender equality, and bike advocacy. It's all about community, opportunity, recreation, and engagement at Core 4. Go early, bring the fam. They've got everything bikes, bevs, packet pickup party at Big Grove, live music, free camping, and finish line fun for all. Do not miss the No Surface Untouched action in Iowa City on Saturday, August 19th. 150 and 25 mile options. Follow along on Instagram at Core 4 Bike. And get in the lineup. All right. Thanks tons for listening again. uh, Dee, thanks for being my uh, awesome host. Willing
1: participant. Willing. (laughs)
0: Willing participant. Uh, If you like the show and you want to support the show, please rate and review on your favorite podcast platform. Uh, Subscribe so you don't miss an episode. And if you want to support the show financially, You can find Bike Talk with Dave on buymeacoffee.com. I'll put a link in the show notes. And we truly appreciate your support. And we hope you have a great week.
1: Go ride your bike.
0: Go ride your bike.